0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a new episode of Flesh Wound Farce, where we review and discuss your and our favorite comedy films. This is the world's first and only combination trivia host and professional wrestling announcer of Chilean descent at Curly Resides in Southern California, Ozzy V, and with me as always on this program, first in the Northern California Bay Area, world's famous juggler, Greg Larson. How you doing, Greg? Chilling. Uh-oh. Oh, we might be at odds here. I got <laughs> to ask what producer Dodd is is up to. And I don't know if he's going to talk about how excited he is for the next video game. I'm not sure if that's what I'm going to come to expect here. Producer Zod? um,
1: I got a new phone. Uh, okay. I mean, that's something, <laughs> like something different. But if it was
0: Greg, I been mean, something like I got this new phone and it's great. <laughs> right? Uh, so this week, we do have the pleasure of reviewing and discussing Police Academy, released on March 23rd, 1984, with a runtime of 96 minutes. Todd, do you have a trailer available?
1: I do. Oh,
0: I thought you were going to say, I did. <laughs> <laughs> can we roll it, please? Yes, we can. Crime.
1: The city was full of it.
2: Desperate measures were needed. I
0: want you to go to the police academy. The police academy is such a dangerous place. Honey, don't worry.
2: Desperate measures
1: <laughs> were taken.
2: <laughs> I'm joining the police force. Ah! The mayor says we have to take this river okay.
1: That was Horrible looping. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Was.
2: What about guns? When do we get guns? You will be screwed. <laughs> in firearms, police procedures, local laws. <laughs> And many, many other things. High speed
1: driving. (laughs) And self-defense. I need a volunteer.
2: Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Police Academy.
0: Where did you get this gun? (laughs)
2: Mom gave it to me. (laughs) Mister, I am warning you Hot power! They're lean. Mean.
0: Does the radio bother you? I can turn it
2: down. Obscene. Each and every (laughs) one of them striving to defend.
0: You make me sick. Thank you, sir. I make everybody sick. see the
2: thighs. Or upend.
0: Come on, come on, I haven't got all day the thighs.
1: And Now that they're ready for the real world, (laughs) crime is no longer the number one problem. They are.
2: Can you get my kitty cat out of the tree? No problem, (laughs) ma'am. Police Academy
0: goodness all right that was the trailer for police academy once again released on march 23rd 1984 with a runtime of 96 minutes (laughs) written by neil israel pat proft and directed by hugh wilson who also did contribute to the screenplay produced by paul Molansky, who had said in the um, i have the 20th anniversary edition of the police academy dvd bonus features are, are aren't as great it gives you the trailer then there's a featurette in the featurette producer paul Milansky said that he was in san francisco and he saw members of the police academy being used for crowd control and basically what you saw in the opening scene is what he saw on the streets and people in the police uniforms and he he went up to one of the officers their, their commanding officer, I guess, and mm-hmm. asked, you know, what the deal was. He explained, well, it's a police academy and we have to take anybody who applies. But and then he kind of he winked at him and said, well, we get to flunk, you know, the ones that we need to. And within a few weeks, literally said that to him. Uh, so that's where he had this idea for the movie. And then he, he just thought to himself, what if it was an ensemble piece? And we just grabbed a bunch of people who just knew comedy mm-hmm. and just let that go. And well, was also great with the director. Hugh Wilson is a lot of the actors were saying that he would allow the actors to provide their own subtleties to the character and to the scene. And he was one of the directors that everybody was saying that he would just let the camera roll and let you do whatever happened. He would take your regular take and then he would take, okay, let's see what else you've been working on. And then he would take a take that way. So I think stuff like that really shone, past tense of shined in the film. Uh, but I, I realized I just jumped into a massive over initial <laughs> thought. But it is initial thought here. What was interesting actually for me, personal initial thought was I had always grown up on Police Academy Four because mm. it was safer than the first one, right? And what was really interesting is that this actually felt like a prequel because of the characters that, you know, you see this is how you see, Mahoney for the first time, you see Jones for the first time, see right. all these guys for the first time, and like how they came to become a tight knit group. The scene with Hooks and H- High Tower—that's something as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was really, really fun to revisit, and especially the older you get, the funnier this movie is. I think it, yeah. I, I, I mean, I'm not rating it, but. Initial thoughts, I've always loved the cast of characters, and it was a, a treat to go see them
2: in the original, despite being
0: used to the fourth one.
2: Greg? Yeah, um, so I'm kind of in a similar boat where I was more used to the second one, um, and that's where I I thought, oh, Bobcat Goldthwait, he's he's an interesting dude. And, uh, you know, um, so then, of course, I did eventually see the first one, and so this wasn't the first viewing or anything but you know with with older films you if you haven't seen them in a while you just never know how they're gonna hold up and and this one you know i was really excited to dive into i remembered it being funny um of course uh i don't know if we should call him officer jones yet uh larville jones was uh dr jones um (laughs) uh you know he was always a, a favorite you know throughout the series and and so it was you know it, I was looking forward to it. It was a lot of fun and definitely still held up.
1: Todd. Um, always been a huge fan of the series. Um, I think I also saw the second one first and then the first one. Um, but yeah, the first one, it, it, it's the R rated picture there. There's a difference. They slowly, mm-hmm. you know, became something else. That's some's not good. some, <laughs> some, some's entertaining. More, not more, not good. But full disclosure, I did work on the documentary that's still in production. What an institution! The story of Police Academy.
0: Is it what an institution? Because the movie was filmed at an old mental institution.
1: Oh no! Um, the tagline for Police Academy on the old poster is uh, "What an institution." Oh, okay.
0: Well, the movie was also filmed at an old.
1: There's a there's a trivia bit I I did not know. There you go. But um. Oh, go ahead okay I've
0: are you working up. on the documentary or anything else
1: no okay. I was
2: sure. really hoping that like the background poster you had said what an institution and I was just like why is it called that no. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's, on, it's on the
1: poster <laughs> but
0: actually true story is that the film was completely filmed at a mental institution and they actually left that every sets there and they were charged a dollar a night at the time because it wasn't you know, so that way it wasn't just free, but it was something.
1: Yeah, yeah it's uh, on the poster, Ozzy's showing too. <laughs> you oh, just can't see it. You <laughs> can't. I want to get more of the cast characters.
0: Now, interesting couple of notes. First off, I wanted to bring up you mentioned uh, Michael Winslow being played by Larvell Jones. I didn't, I realized I didn't mention it. any of the stars. Michael flip Winslow?
1: It. No, you did it backwards.
0: Did I say Winslow Michael? No, you
1: no, said, Michael said Michael, Michael. Winslow. Go ahead. Being played by Doc
2: uh, Larville Jones.
0: Oh, right. That's, yeah. yes. <laughs> the film is obviously starring Steve Guttenberg as Mahoney, Michael Winslow as Jones, G.W. Bailey as Captain Harris, and Kim Cattrall as the love interest for Mahoney. Uh, now, a note about Michael Wilson, when he, Michael Winslow, when he was, uh, his name was thrown in the hat for the role they went to go see him in Long Beach as he was opening for Count Basie. And right before the show went on, the mic cut off, and they were having mic issues. There was no mic, and he was supposed to do a stand-up set before Count Basie went on. So he actually went to the fire marshal and got the fire marshal's bullhorn and did his entire set over the bullhorn. <laughs> and after seeing the set, they didn't want to see anybody else. They wrote a, They wrote his role specifically for him. That's wow. why there's a lot of gags that specifically like cater to the things that he can do. Is because the minute they saw all the stuff he could do, they pretty much just, this character is going to be him and we'll adjust as necessary. Also, another great bit. What's funny, David Graff playing Tackleberry, he auditioned in full camouflage for the role. <laughs> awesome. And what was really interesting about seeing him uh in this environment, because like I said, I'm used to Police Academy 4, so at this point he's already an officer and he's already there. But seeing this young Tackleberry really reminded me of Rain Wilson's Dwight,
2: mm-hmm.
0: like real a lot, a lot of like of Dwight, and obviously Jim has been known as the Bugs Bunny. But here, I mean, this is the original, like closest character to even from the very beginning with the the first gag with the parking lot. It's just fantastic. Which, by the way, the location of that parking lot, the film was in the city of Toronto, uh, and mm-hmm. that where the parking lot is in the movie. That is now where the Hockey Hall of Fame is located.
2: Oh, nice. Interesting
0: there. Uh, now as mentioned that there is what a commentary with the DVD that did feature up to five cast members. And I know that I've said in the past, usually when you get above three, it's a little tough for me to hang. But for this movie, it worked. It opened up with Paul Maslansky, the producer, Steve Gutenberg, G.W. Bailey, Michael Winslow, which by the way, throughout the movie he tries to like throw in some sounds, which is great. Like for example, Kim Cattrall's mother in the beginning, she's per- petting a cat. He's doing cat sounds while she's on the screen. It's great. Uh, and also you had Leslie Easterbrook pl- who played Callahan. And then halfway through, the director Hugh Wilson had joined, which by the way was the uh, individual who Hightower rear-ended while he was out practicing and then he said what's wrong he like looks inside then he sees and then he just walks away that was the director of the
2: movie oh nice Uh,
0: and unfortunately gw bailey does leave halfway through but he did mention that his mother gw bailey's mother worked at a church kind of teaching sunday school and it wasn't sunday so Something with the church specifically. So he he described as being very religious, basically. But he had said that the moment she laughed the hardest was with Callahan, and I can't remember his name. But in the trailer, that scene with Callahan pulling in the guy and him being in love after that.
1: That George she, Martin.
0: Martin, thank you. That she could not stop laughing during that scene, which he found very interesting, but such a great time with this movie so speaking of moments let's jump into our favorite moments and as i previously mentioned the f- uh, podium scene is not applicable because that is the best scene in the movie objectively so that's out but i will let you guys go first and i'll go last so let's go first with actually producer todd
1: all right oh my yeah should it- you be last Well, mine just may uh, be problematic, but so I'm going to just say my favorite scene. Um, When uh, or uh, I can't remember which one of the two. Um, When when he gets his feet ran over, uh, when Hooks runs over the feet, and there's subverbiage, and Hightower reacts and flips over the car, when he yells that line every time since I've been like eight years old i can't stop laughing
0: the way they what makes this movie so great is they built situations that happened later that the audience would get excited for chad or like right copeland uh but they would build these moments that the audience would get excited for so even we're talking about how you'd be in the theater and like people would react at this point like when that guy dropped that line and Captain Harris's reaction was yes. the reaction of everybody in the theater, which is yes. great. So to that point, Tackleberry, right? When they, when they talk about the, you know, when they're doing the range with the shotgun, and mm-hmm. then they yell, Tackleberry, right? And then they said in the theater, everybody was like kind of cheering to a certain degree. Some people were too because <laughs> they're excited what they were going to see, right. which by the way, in the scene where they're all walking around with the shotgun, the instructor, the police instructor, they're holding the clipboard is an actual police officer. So oh nice. That was that was kind of a funny thing. Uh I but do no, have
1: that's a great that's a absolutely great scene. I do have one other thing I noticed that I've never noticed till this time, which I can say after everyone goes in case someone else I don't think it'll be anyone's funniest bit, but I will come back to it. Okay, Greg. So
2: I've talked about video games many a times, even in the beginning of this, we talked about how if Todd were to try to do an intro like me, it would be about a video game. <laughs> so of course, when Jones gets knocked down and he does a video game death noise, like I was laughing and equally envious that he could do that because <laughs> anytime if I could do that, I would use it any potential time I could, (laughs) but yeah, that, that part has always made me laugh. And, and just also any of his, his sound effects. Yeah.
0: Harris walking by and him playing, you know, the space invaders just, yes, my
2: God. Yeah.
0: It's by the way, in commentary, when he saw, he's like, was I ever that skinny? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so, for me it had the moment but the aftermath of the moment and this was alluded to in the or this was kind of shown in the trailer where you see captain harris taking off on a motorcycle mm. the result of what happens to that hits me really good but also what happens afterward if you're i hope to god you're familiar with the movie to know what i'm talking about where harris asks mahoney are you sure you didn't tell anyone mahoney not a soul and everybody just trying to hold in their laughter, yeah. especially Jones, because you can see he kno- he knows which one he wants to do. And if you look at him, like I I saw this regularly, and I saw it with the commentary in both times, you could kind of see his veins are popping out of his neck because he's <laughs> he's so hard just resisting. And when that hits, oh man, it's so <laughs> so good. I I can't get enough of this movie. I mean, to be full disclosure. I saw this one, and I wanted to see it again, except I opted for the second one. Not the best idea. I should have just seen the first one over, to be honest. Not saying it was bad, just not good to see them back-to-back. Yeah. Like, I'd wait. I, if I if I wanted to watch all the Police Academy movies, I'd start with this one, obviously. Give maybe a week or two before you start the next one, and then go from there.
2: It's like Ghostbusters 2. Oh,
0: yeah, you just know. Please Police me. No, no. 3 is Ghostbusters 2. Don't get Listen, it twisted. Anything with Mauser is Ghostbusters 2. All right? That's that's my... Uh, I, I don't uh, care. That save is... it.
1: Let's just save it. I do want to cover it too. Uh, yes. You already watched it. So I know. Done, that's Aussie. why I
0: reacted the way I did.
2: Don't do that, Ozzy. It's going to make Todd want to do it even more. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, I'll be sure to watch it. next When we review it, I'll be sure to watch it without watching the first one right before it. And then I'm sure I won't... Uh, dislike it no it's okay so real quick question and i know we're getting at it in the sequels eventually but you said you did not like i'm assuming you didn't like three
1: well we'll save that again for the future
0: well no the reason i mean you can just say like we'll elaborate on that because it's gonna be a while before we get to police academy three and then police academy four the reason i bring that up is because you're a fan of police academy four
1: um i'm the same numbers as you on my on the ones i enjoy although it seems like yours may have changed slightly
0: I've always been one and four as the top.
1: Or, yes, but you've always said one, two, and four were the only good ones. So I said you may have changed because you just left out two.
2: Well, he said he. It's not that he didn't like to. This just is back true.
0: To back. I made the mistake of watching it right after the first one.
1: But every other time you said one, two, and four, and now you've just said one and four. Okay. Interesting.
0: Maybe it's because mm-hmm. I just saw two and I was like, ah, I'm not sure. That's why. what I'm I like saying. I think it's because, honestly, I think it's because you're watching it right afterward. Now, there is kind of an interesting, I didn't get the the extra's name, unfortunately, but in the very first scene where you see Tackleberry as a security guard and he, there's a surprise party there, right? One of the people in the room also leads the poetry session in the fourth installment where oh, Zed nice. comes to do his own poetry. So getting into the ratings here, it's no secret. It's no surprise. It's a five out of five for me. 100%. As a movie, as a comedy, this film is fantastic.
2: It's practically perfect. In every way. It, yeah, I mean you're not wrong it's it's got so many great moments to it there's a lot of laugh out loud moments it's got a great story obviously an amazing cast of characters so i have to agree with you on that five out of five
1: um no argument here i'm also five out of five the one thing that i didn't mention earlier because you brought up you know the The most iconic scene, I guess, we'll go with the podium scene. And Practical Jokers actually did a punishment based off that, uh-huh. so that was funny. But okay, the thing I never noticed till this viewing—like, I noticed the first bit, but it, beyond that, I've never, it, it, I've never paid attention. It's when the commandant comes down; it's the first time he's talking to the cadets, and he's saying how many weeks it is, and he doesn't know. So he kind of forgot. Like <laughs> And yeah. you can see uh um, um Harris say 14. Right. But if you pay attention after that, he never says that again. He's like, oh, 12 weeks, uh, 24 weeks. He he like gets it wrong every time. Like it's never. And nobody the same helps number. him. Yeah. That's great. That's that's <laughs> that's I mean,
0: that's George Gaines as Commandant Lassard, <clears throat> classically trained actor.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: In fact, when it came to that podium scene, he said that or the director had said that George Gaines approached him saying, I believe we're starting to cross a line from humor into vulgarity. <laughs> and the director told him, I think it's kind of both, which is great. <laughs> and he says, I, 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 think, you know, with, with the way it's done, it can work. Yeah. And especially like to, just to fi- finish that off. To him to leave that podium <laughs> scene. <laughs> what a, are you going to do about Mahoney? Up. What has he done? <laughs> I I don't know. Can I leave? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so a couple of last things. Hooks, when she was asked to read for the character, Marion Ramsey, she basically had said that she did an impersonation of when Michael Jackson went to go see her while she was in Little Shop of Horrors. So that soft voice that you hear was basically the audition. Like basically she's doing a Michael Jackson impersonation (laughs) for that voice. And she used the descriptor herself that she's afraid of air, which watching it the second time with that, like in mind, like, that's a great job. And which also last thing on this is she actually had quite a figure and had to wear a fat suit for the role. Oh no kidding according to Leslie Easter book in the commentary so uh, another side note there and in terms of noteworthy bits that I caught from the commentary that pretty much summed it up because a lot of them were just man this was fun and yeah it was great it was it was such a blast just hearing about you know the experience of making the film because they all had a great time mm-hmm. but especially if you enjoy ensemble comedies this is one of the top tier like classics that I don't know if I could ever get tired of. Like I I might watch this again tomorrow, to be honest. So, and you could watch it today Uh, as of this recording, which is on April 17th, 2023 one through four are currently available on HBO max for you to stream. Also are available for purchase wherever you purchase your favorite digital content pieces of digital content to phrase that better.
1: I so thought, are, are we just ignoring the other one? I thought they were all on there.
0: No, I checked. Well, cause oh well, after they... we well, so, so like, cause uh in going, so after I'd watched one, right. Then, it, you know, I saw two and then it said more like this and it just showed three and four and that it didn't show me anything else. It showed
2: other, other comedies. Maybe it was there, but HBO was like, Mm, it's just not don't. like the others yeah just don't <laughs> yeah they're, they're there
0: oh are they okay they maybe just... hbo is trying forget about these <laughs>
1: well because wait, hold on. My... the go ahead i oh, know i'm saying up to um uh, miami beach is the last one the fifth uh, okay one. so okay yeah some are missing well they couldn't take that piece of shit off either. the mission
0: it's... to moscow the mission to moscow one <sighs> only had i believe mauser Leslie Easterbrook Callahan and uh, George Gaines Jones.
1: No, and, and uh, George. George no, Gaines I'm, was in the last one, too. Yeah, he's in all of them. He's like the only person in all of them. I thought it was Jones because he even introduced himself
0: as uh, this is Michael Winslow. I've been a part of Police Academy one through
1: infinity. Well, he's in that one also, but George Gaines is also, OK is
0: also. Yeah, but they don't the have high tower.
1: They didn't have hooks. There's no no sweet Chuck. There's no no Zed. There's Leslie Easterbrook, Jones, George Gaines. Oh, does that one have GW Bailey
0: too? I thought the last one, I thought Mission to Moscow had Mauser because I remember a specific scene. No, Mauser's only in
1: two of the movies. Okay. Well, then I guess it was
0: GW Bailey. Well, if you are a fan of GW Bailey, because I thought he got hosed with not being in the second or third one personally. Uh, you can actually. Just a side note. Check out Short Circuit, where G.W. Bailey stars as Scroter, who where, and also does star the movie does star Steve Gutenberg. so there is that kind of dynamic there as well. And if you're okay with Fisher Stevens playing an Indian character, <laughs>
1: cool. But if not, you know, yeah. it was made I'm, in '87. I'm gonna go one better with one of the roles he chose over a Police Academy sig- sequel, and I'm, and that's gonna be that of Mannequin where he plays a great part of the security guard in that.
0: That was another one. Yes, thank you. That I would be hesitant to review that on this show just because it feels oh, no, slightly no, no, no. more comedy. Or slightly more romantic. No,
1: no, you opened those gates up with your... Uh, oh, man. ...ax Fair <laughs> so. point. We'll see, we'll see if it comes up then.
0: But I, uh, I did not know he turned down one of the Police Academy sequels for Mannequin. But still great. Mannequin is another one. Do you feel like if you know i think it's got great cuz then, then
1: we finally got him back for the fourth one it was like he's back yeah hello old friend his triumphant <laughs> return his triumph
0: <laughs> triumph and his pairing with Proctor happened in the fourth one
1: yes it did that's so what...
0: that 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 was the that was the gem right there
1: uh, on the documentary that was the only photo i like of a person there that I wanted to take was with G W Bailey. I was like, "Yeah." And I don't ask to take photos. And yeah, that yeah. Did I, you Did you get one? I did. Excellent. Nice. If I I thought about it, I throw it up on the screen. Hey, so, but. so when is this police academy documentary supposed to come out? Um, there's there's no firm date yet. I know it's getting closer. Okay. Um, I know they finally uh, got a couple of the last people. I know Gutenberg has schedule was i think he was one of the last ones but one of the most important ones yeah for sure absolutely um yeah they're they're, they even cover the television series and the animated series um gonna be pretty anything else
0: you can share with us
1: it pretty much everyone in the all the films is in it and tv and yeah okay when, right, whenever, well. whenever it gets close to uh, coming out, we'll we'll mention it. Anything Fantastic. on the
0: project, and then maybe we'll uh, review one of the sequels at the
1: time. There we go.
0: All right, well, ladies and gentlemen, that was our review and discussion of Police Academy: The Original. Once again, you could check that out on HBO Max. Feel free to check that out, and also feel free to check me out Monday through Thursday hosting trivia six thirty in Lake Forest, the Rush Barn Grill seven o'clock at the Brewery in Placentia seven thirty in Los Alamitos at Griffin's Grill. 7.30 at the Honeypot Meadery in Anaheim. Four nights a week, rocking and rolling. All right, gentlemen, you have anything else before we head off for the evening? Okay. No. All right, then last thing I'll say, I almost forgot, second time. Last thing I'll say, be sure to send in your vote, Patreon members. We will have a vote on what film we will review at the end of the month so that power patreon members is up to you and if you're not a patreon member you could still join patreon.com slash flesh wound features where just a dollar a month gives you the opportunity to vote for the film that we will review and discuss do we have options available yet Todd? Or by the time this will be out on may 1st so by they'll be that time, able I'm to imagine. see it yeah they'll see them on the check yeah. out fantastic check out patreon as soon as this episode's over And for world-famous juggler Greg Larson and flesh wound producer Todd, I'm Ozzy V, and we'll see you next week right here on Flesh Wound Farce.